Hashtag WrestlePals, your weekly dose of a dot, 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 stupid. Sometimes you may be disappointed that it's not once a week. Sometimes I'm disappointed that I can't get in front of a microphone to talk for a couple minutes once a week. And sometimes the disappointment goes way deeper than that. Sometimes the disappointment is in television. Sometimes the disappointment is in the company. I gotta say, and you know, sometimes it's even further than that. Sometimes the disappointment is in the talent. Um, so like this is a, a, at this point dated um, because this happened. I may have, I may have been out of, no, 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 no. It was it was last week, so I'm a week behind. My apologies, um, but there was two promos that came out within days of each other, kind of on the fence. Um, both Charlotte and Caster ha- <sighs> they come at Simone Biles for her for mental health, which. I mean, there there is there's differences in the approach by Charlotte Flair. I would say leave it alone, personally, since it's mental health, and maybe you don't want to make a run at at, at somebody's mental health. But um, I still haven't watched Caster's promo, so it's hard. I think that's at least in part what took me so long to get here. Um. But the thing is, rape is not funny ever, and especially the Duke Lacrosse scandal. I know that's uh, old, but that isn't the kind of heat you want. You want wrestling heat. You're a, you're a character on a wrestling program. I mean, I can understand like people complain, bitch, and complain about like the old school running down the the sports team but that that's what you do <laughs> i mean it works i like before the pandemic hit elias was getting some of his biggest reactions by just running down sports teams i mean it can be done ladies and gentlemen you do not have to go after somebody who is struggling with a mental health issue and you sure as shit don't have to come after uh you don't have to make fun of somebody who was raped uh, that is just garbage, garbage takes, uh, and garbage, garbage heat. Um, again, there is a, there is a, sl- uh, a subtle difference. Um, I think casters is more offensive. Again, this is just from verbiage I've read, uh, cause I, I, I didn't take the time to watch it. Um, whereas I'm not letting Charlotte off the hook. She shouldn't have said it, but I am saying that her usage of it in her promo was hey look i get it i'm on top so it isn't quite apples to apples i guess is the ultimate point i'm trying to make but even more even more than that there is it has become impossible to defend wwe and i say this every week now and it's been a long time since i've actually i think people conflate me watching programming and defending programming and more so defending um characters on the television with defending the company 
and there is no defense of WWE. There isn't any. Um, I wish that there wasn't anybody there that I liked, and I wish that I hated the programming enough to just not watch all the time. I'm unfortunately not not strong-willed enough. Uh, for the NFL, I was able to do that because I didn't like the NFL all that much anyway. So, you know, when, when all the wife-beating was going on, it was easy enough for me to go, okay, well, I'm done. So... I wish I was stronger willed uh, because I hate like almost all of their business practices. I hate almost all of everything they've done over since the pandemic as a company. But unfortunately, (laughs) I still enjoy the programming. And like I said, there are still so many people there that I really do enjoy and want to support and hopefully help them get up and over the hump. Unfortunately, one of those people is not Bray Wyatt. That is a major, major disappointment. And I've talked a lot. I don't know if I've said this on the show, but like I've talked to a lot of people recently where I've said, you know, I I haven't watched AEW. I gave them the one episode and they didn't they didn't hook me. And so like I've just been out and now more so that was, you know, pandemic hit and I've just kind of been watching WWE just to keep tabs and less because I'm excited about wrestling. Now that fans are back, I'm starting to feel excited about wrestling again. So the just on that fact alone, AEW has started to come up on the horizon. Like I might dip my toes back in. But then Malachi Black shows up and that's the one. Like I thought it was going to be Eddie Kingston, but... I don't know, man, like, I loved Aleister Black, and, you know, you know, everybody seems to think he was used incorrectly, and, you know, while there's been moments of, I thought he was used pretty regularly, uh, except for, you know, before he came out and made his last, you know, last appearance, um, so yeah, that was a shock. And him being able to go right over made me, like, that might be enough. Uh, we'll see. Like, you know, I'll, I'll see what happens, and I'll, I'll actually be keeping my eye on it. And Bray Wyatt, I don't know, he's already put out the idea of Cult of Wyndham, um, which was something he was trying to get done while he was still with the company. Um and he's said you can't kill it uh you know i say said but that's he put that out on his social media so what does that mean i don't know i enjoy his work a great deal um he is arguably between the fiend and the cult leader when he first came up my favorite thing about wwe over the last 7 8 years you know Save for New Day. Probably my favorite my favorite character. Um it's it's a real disappointment that they couldn't they couldn't get him back on TV. Uh he had to go out the way he did. And you know, we no one none of us know the full story. Um I know that he losing Brody 
was a huge hit. And I think I think some of that, I don't want to say it infected his work, but it definitely affected his ability to work. I think is is the way I want to I'm trying to word it. And so I think that might be you know, maybe he wanted out. Um I think his uh contract was way way too big for him to be sitting on the sidelines and maybe he wanted to do things that the company wouldn't allow him to there's a lot that could be going on here and you know i hope they can figure it out and i don't know like he feels like somebody i would follow wherever he goes so again like is that going to be enough for me to start watching AEW on the regular. I don't know. Um, I will say that AEW fans get on my nerves. And that's not to say WWE fans don't, because they sure shit do too. Um, wrestling fans in general, unfortunately, do. Um, but there's something about when you wade into comment sections of AEW versus WWE posts, it makes me feel unwelcome. You know... WWE, and maybe it's just the newness of it because I've been dealing with WWE fans for, you know, fucking ever. <laughs> uh, but, you know, in in the way that it is now for about 10 years. And so, like, it's not new anymore. Like, it's frustrating, but it's nowhere near as frustrating. And half of the time, it's really just, it's more AW people that don't really watch WWE anymore and just want to run it down. I'm not saying everybody should love WWE. Definitely not saying that. I'm just saying, what good does negativity do? Um, I would much rather spend my time pointing out things that I do enjoy. And that is, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know what I'm getting at here, but. You have two, you have one solidified piece and another piece might be coming. And then the rumor mill has it that both Punk and Brian, which although I love both of those dudes um, and Brian, you know, until a couple, until Mania or, you know, yeah, until Mania had been wrestling regularly, Punk, it might take a while to get back into the swing of things. But I'm not ge- as geeked up about punk. I love the dude, and I think it would be awesome for him to come back, and I think it would be really cool for him to go to AEW. Like, that name brand value for them would be huge. Uh, just because I don't watch it doesn't mean I don't want it to succeed. They need some, they need some names to lift it up. And he would be a huge name. And I think that would, I think it would be really cool. Would that get me to watch? No. I think Wyatt is much more likely to make me watch Malachi Black, much more likely to make me watch. Daniel Bryan isn't even all that likely to get me to watch. Um, again, I love him. I love to watch him wrestle, but I loved FTR. I fucking love FTR. I haven't watched a single match of theirs since they left WWE. 
you know. Unfortunately, they're not needle movers for me personally. That sucks. It sucks a great deal, but it's also the truth. Just being real with you. Um, yeah, I just, you know, it came with a wave of, of NXT releases too. Another head scratcher, Bronson Reed released. I really don't fucking get that. That's a disappointment. He was just the North American champion literally just a couple weeks ago. Um, he was he had a match with Adam Cole last week. Um, I I thought he had a bright future with the company because he seems like somebody that would get over on WWE television. I don't I don't understand what happened there. There was a couple other releases that, like, like Leon Roth. Like, I like the guy. And obviously it sucks to see anybody lose their job. But I also understand it. Kona Reeves, same thing. It's like, when's the last time Kona Reeves was on television? I, I hate to see him go. But if he's just sitting around and catering on NXT, then, you know, what do you, what do, you do with the guy? You know, it's on them for not f- not figuring out a way to use him. But they didn't. And at least now he can go work elsewhere and hopefully, like, work elsewhere. Mercedes Martinez was one of the names released, too, which stunk. But, you, again, it's it's hard to say you're happy to see somebody lose their job. But in some ways, I'm happy she did. Because... She did. She never fit in there. Like I loved seeing her there. I wanted to see her there, but when she was there, you could tell it just didn't. It didn't work because she does things her own way, and good for her. Uh, good for her for knowing that about herself. But it didn't work there, and so why keep? You know, like she could have been there for years to come, and just you know never been able to be what she could be. And at least this way, she can she can go work elsewhere again and be what she is, and it'll work. It, I, I think that's the thing that stunk. As awesome as she is, it just it never worked on on any of the WWE, and that's you know in part because they tried to make her something she wasn't when they brought her into Retribution. Good for her for standing her ground and saying I don't want to be part of this. Um, and then she came back. And again, like she, some really good matches, exciting, exciting times, but like it never, it never felt like what it could be. And that's not on her. Ah, disappointment. Very much disappointment. Uh, a lot of disappointment to go around. Disappointment that, uh, Melina is starting to see her star shine again. You know, I, she, now that NWA is back, she's continually on their programming, and she told, she basically called a friend of mine a liar um, about some sexual ac- accusations, some misconduct, as it were, about a sex pest in the wrestling business. And um, I hate to see people like M- Mickey James worshiping her because I love Mickey, but uh, I really do not care for Melina.
anyway, um, we're going to come back and do some talking points here in just a minute. I talked way longer about disappointing things than I'd planned on. So we'll be right back. It's Wrestle Pals. Part of the reason I'm geeked up that Keith Lee took so long to come back is this. Beautiful, baby. I mean, it's no limitless, but it's fucking great. That's great. Talking points, baby. Um, the internet is sure an interesting place. We, uh, we got to see Keith Lee versus uh, Karrion Cross last week on Raw, and I thought it was fucking awesome. I mean, it's a TV match, so it's, it's not going to get, like, a ton of time. Um, I, people are acting like, oh, you crowd's dead. Well, no shit, they don't know either of these guys yet. You know, at least not a lot. Um, it, there was a big pop for Keith Lee when his music hit, uh, but they don't know Carrying Cross yet. The the audience at large. But to me, what was more important is that they both rose to the occasion. The occasion they both shined. They both looked great in this match. That's important. That says something, man. <laughs> I think. Uh, you you have to maximize your TV minutes, and if your TV minutes are all in the match, then have a good fucking match. And they did. You know, and end of discussion. I was very geeked up about that. Um, Samoa Joe, ladies and gentlemen, is an active competitor again, and he's going to face Karrion Cross at NXT TakeOver in just a couple weeks, and holy hell am i excited uh i love joe and as flawed as his main roster run was i still think it was awesome because he was joe the entire time like he'd come out with a mic he would fire up any feud he was in like that no matter who it was against it became a big fucking deal and never was it more present than his short-lived feud with brock Oh my god. Yeah, sure, it, it, it ended up in Great Balls of Fire, but the feud was awesome, and the match was too. But, you know, Joe Joe's tenure on um, at the commentary desk was freaking great, but now we get him back. Um, I loved the reintroduction of the character onto NXT television as, like, a an authority type, but... That was never going to be a long-term thing. I'm glad he's cleared to wrestle again, and I think him and Cross are going to, ooh, they're going to tear each other apart. It's going to be awesome. They're going to hit each other really hard. I can't wait to see that. Um, Rich Holland re- returned and rejoined Lorcan and Dunn, and when he first first showed up a couple weeks ago, I was like, uh, what? And then, like, my memory jogged. Oh, yeah, he attacked Cole when Cole was feuding with McAfee. Like, 
these are McAfee's boys, and Rich Holland was going to be one, then he got hurt. So, like, I mean, it didn't take me long, but, like, it, they didn't really, like, bring that up. Uh, Rich Holland, I, he wasn't around long enough before he got hurt for me to, like, really have an impression of him. Other than, clearly, I wasn't too impressed. But, we'll see. Um, he's definitely a striker, and boy do I like strikers. So, we'll see how, how that goes. And then speaking of Adam Cole, I never like to bring the rumor mill. I I don't like giving it much sunlight, but this could be big. Uh, Adam Cole is supposedly a free agent, and come SummerSlam, he might be gone. Uh, which would be big because that would mean he worked out his contract, which means available immediately. No 90-day, no-compete, because he worked to the end of his contract. Um, That could be huge. I love Adam Cole. Um, Dude can talk, which is super effing important. Uh, Again, Rumor Mill says he, he met with Vince before SmackDown last week, and supposedly the uh, creative team is... is Thinking of ideas to do with Adam Cole. Um, you know, I'd I'd prefer to see him on Raw or SmackDown than watch him leave. But what's what's the treatment going to be when he gets to Raw and SmackDown? And here's one: I'm not in lockstep with I'm not in lockstep with the internet. Uh, as far as, you know, oh, NXT talent gets wasted. I don't think that's necessarily true. Um, the rate isn't as high as you would hope, especially like some people do like amazing things on NXT and then that ne- it never comes to fruition on the main roster. But um, talent has to rise, right? And I think he has the mic ability to be able to do that. Whereas, you know, somebody like a Dillinger, a Sean Spears, I don't think, as much as I loved him and I loved the 10 gimmick and I I, I thought it could have worked, um, I don't think that was ever going to work on a major, major level. Um, Bennett is, Mike Bennett is somebody who should have gone to NXT. I mean, I'm glad that he got to skip it because, like, he got to be this big, you know, deal and... But it didn't work out, clearly. And I think if he would have gotten to go to NXT first and kind of have that, that you know, her big, you know, hurrah moment, uh, then him moving up to Raw or SmackDown might have been, the bigger deal might have lasted longer. Um, But, you know, it is true. I do agree with the intercept. There's more misses than hits. Uh Although I disagree wholeheartedly, like they're talking about Keith Lee is already a, a dud. That's like, well, how? Like, before he disappeared, it was almost all good. Like they utilized him really well, and then he disappeared for a long time, which sucks. Uh, but I feel like, for the most part, uh, they've utilized him him pretty well. Cross again is kind of like in the middle here. Um, we haven't seen really what Cross can do, and we might not until 
the other side of SummerSlam. Like he might be losing to Joe, and then that might be when it really starts happening for Cross. It never happened for Andrade, although the company clearly had had you know hopes for him. Uh, it just it never came to fruition, and that's not Andrade. That's more on the company. Um, I don't know, man. It's it's hard to say because there's plenty of successes, but it, I guess it depends on you know your definition of success, and that is a whole different conversation when it comes to professional wrestling and WWE, you know, NXT specifically. Anyway, those are the talking points. Adam Cole might be a free agent, uh, which again, like, are we flooding? Are we, are we trying to get AEW to spend all their money? Is that what's happening here? <laughs> Cause their, their roster is really starting to get bloated already. Um, no more bloated in WWE, obviously. Uh, that's gonna do it um we're a podcast uh subscribing rating comment supposedly helps us i don't know that to be true but uh test it out do those things and see if it does indeed help us i would appreciate that a great deal i started work on i watched wrestlemania 6 so hopefully we'll be getting with the boys to do 6 and 7 here soonish got a big move so i don't know when that's gonna happen um I still gotta watch seven anyway, so like, yeah, there's there's a lot that needs to, needs to kind of you know come together, um, and then we're on anchor now, which you heard at the beginning of the show, um, yeah, rating, comment, all that, uh, the Legion of Stupid Discord, love to have you in there. We're on social media at WrestlePalsVA, you know, find us on all socials. It's it's pretty easy to find. We're on Facebook too, but like I never really use it, so I wouldn't bother. Um, and of course, you can use hashtag WrestlePals, and I'll find that and I'll like the comment. And depending on on what you say, maybe we can uh, have a conversation. Maybe we can be hashtag WrestlePals. That'd be cool. Uh, in the meantime, let's duck on out of here. Goddamn WrestlePals. Mm-hmm.